0: welcome to today's episode of the boom biology podcast today we are going to be talking about cell diversity cell diversity basically it describes cells how cells group up to do fantastic things basically so cells they first of all group up how do they make tissues how tissues combine to make organs and then how these organs make up entire systems inside of you in order to for you to be an organism in order to be a fully functioning living thing. And this chapter also describes how cells can be manipulated, how groups of cells can be manipulated in order to benefit people in some way, whether that's through things like micropropagation in order to grow plants or whether that's it being used in things like cancer research in order for you to have better cells. This chapter short, this chapter sweet, and it's interesting, so let's get right into it. Now the definitions for this chapter. The cell is a basic unit of a living thing. A tissue is a group of similar cells that are adapted or modified to carry out the same function. Tissue culture then is growth of cells in or on a sterile nutrient medium outside an organism. An organ is a structure composed of a number of tissues that work together to carry out one or more functions. And an organ system finally is made up of a number of organs working together to carry out a particular function. So our learning outcomes for today's chapter, First of all, we're going to be able to define the cell and what the cell is. Then we're going to be able to define what a tissue is and give examples of two plant tissues and two animal tissues. Then we want to explain what tissue culture is and give two ways in which tissue culture can be used. Then we're going to be able to define what an organ is and give An example of plant and animal organs and finally we're going to be able to describe what an organ system is and give examples of two different organ systems. The definitions for this chapter the cell is a basic unit of a living thing. A tissue is a group of similar cells that are adapted or modified to carry out the same function. Tissue culture is growth of cells in or on a a sterile nutrient medium outside an organism. An organ is a structure composed of a number of tissues that work together to carry out one or more functions. An organ system is made up of a number of organs working together to carry out one or more functions. Tissues then are then a group of similar cells that all do the same job. There are plant tissues and there are animal tissues. First of all, we're going to go into the plant tissues. Now, plant tissues, there are different types of plant tissues. All these group of cells that do all these different jobs while working together. So the first type of plant tissue that we're going to talk about is going to be dermal tissue. Dermal meaning the skin. Now, the job of this dermal tissue is it protects the plant. It prevents bad things from going inside the plant. Think of your own skin. It doesn't let any bad things come inside you. That's why your dermal tissue it acts the same for plants. It doesn't let bad things get inside. It's made up of one layer of cells and it surrounds the whole plant because the whole plant obviously doesn't want bad things to get inside of it. It's found as a cover, just like your skin acts as Cover of on your own body, it's found on your leaves, it's found on the stems, and it's found on the roots. Now, these, since they're on the very outside, think of them as having an extra little shield. They have a slightly thicker cell walls than normal plant cell walls would, and they have what's known as a waxy surface on the top of them. They have a, a stronger, kind of a more harsher texture, a waxy texture, and this is waterproof because you don't want too much water getting into the plant either. So this waxy stuff is what's known as a cuticle. And again, its job is also to protect the plant. It acts like the skin. Think of the skin on your body. The dermal tissue acts like the skin for the plant. Now, a different type of plant tissue would be what's known as vascular tissue. And the job of vascular tissue is that it basically transports materials around the plant. There's xylem cells and there's phloem cells. Xylem cells make, they're made up of these hollow little tubes called pits. And what they do is that they transport water from the root up to the top of the plant. So these pits exist from the root up, water falls onto the soil, the roots and the xylem cells basically act as a straw and they suck it up and they would then transport this water Up across the different parts of your plant then you have your phloem cells now phloem food those starts of both of them sound the same if that can help you to remember that phloem cells transport food phloem cells again they are also made up of these series of little tube-like structures that are found they're found in your stems and they're found in your roots and what phloem cells do again is they transport food from your leaves so leaves is where now your photosynthesis would happen And they transport this food from the leaves to your other parts of the plant so that every part of the plant gets its food effectively. Flow themselves use their little tubes to make sure that everybody gets their own food and so they can carry out their functions effectively. So, we talked about plant tissues and now we're going to be talking about animal tissues and the different types of tissues again these group of cells that carry out the same function that are in animals so the first type of animal tissue that we have is epithelial tissue epithelial tissue is basically like tissue that's present on the skin then you have connective tissue you have muscular tissue and you have nervous tissue Connective tissue is made up of a number of cells and they're all spread out in basically like a matrix. There's all this bonding between them. And what it does is that it joins and supports other body structures. So it joins and supports the body structures together. It acts as a bridge. It connects the different types of cells together so that they can carry out the same function basically. So the different types of connective tissue. Again, connective would be the general, but there's all these different types of tissues and all these different types of cells. How do they group themselves together? So an example of connective tissue would be adipose tissue. It stores fat, it stores cartilage, it stores bones. It keeps the bone pieces, the fragments of the bones together. It connects the bone cells together in order for the bone to work as a full-on bone and blood also would be described as connective tissue because blood is made up of all these different parts it's made up of red blood cells white blood cells and platelets how do you get them all together they have to connect in some way so there's connective tissue that connects all these different parts together joins all these different parts together in order to make your blood that one organ that one structure And then finally, you have nervous tissue. Nervous tissue, it's made up of what's known as nerve cells. And these nerve cells are called neurons. What neurons do is that they carry electrical impulses to and from the brain and the spinal cord in order for you to carry out a specific instruction. In order for you to do something, your brain sends signals using neurons, these connective cells, these connective tissues, and they carry electrical impulses. So your brain uses electricity. It gives these impulses to your neurons, and these neurons then use their nervous tissue to carry the signal from the brain to the spinal cord. Now, moving on to organs. Organs, what are they, first of all? An organ is basically a part of your body that does a job. In simple terms, the actual definition is a structure composed of a number of tissues that work together to carry out one or more functions. The unit of the human body or any living thing, cell, groups of cells, tissues, groups of tissues working together in order to do the same job, that is what your organs do. So organs are, they're quite big. You can see a lot of your organs. So in plants, an example of organs would be your roots, your stems, your leaves, all of that would be your organs. It's one part. It has a job and they all the tissues in it work together to carry out that job. And then in animal organs, you would have your heart, for example, and your heart has various tissues in order to carry out the function of the heart, which is to pump blood across the body to and from like clean blood bad blood and okay so how do the different tissues work and organize themselves so the walls of the heart the outside the heart the walls of it the outside of it is made up of muscular tissue and then obviously the outside has its own gate or its own membrane and that membrane that skin that protection that the heart has that is what's made up of epithelial tissue and then since your heart pumps blood makes blood you know the the blood also needs its own connective tissue so remember previously we talked about red blood cells white blood cells and platelets in order for all of them to come together to be blood you would need connective tissue in your heart and obviously your heart in order to be able to do its job it does reply depend on your nervous system so what it does is your brain sends a signal through your neurons or your nerve cells and your nervous tissue that goes down to your heart and in your pacemaker, which would signal for the heart to keep pumping. With tissues, tissues again being a group of cells that work together to carry out the same function, the advantage of tissues is that you can use them in order to do what you want. So And this growing of tissue culture and manipulating those cells to do what you want is what's known as tissue culture. Tissue culture is basically the growth of cells in or on a sterile nutrient medium outside an organism. It's grown in an artificial environment. It's grown outside of the parent. So it's what's grown in what's known as a in vitro growth system. It means outside an artificial environment, usually in some sort of like glass tube or something. And you, what you do is you—it works on this principle that you basically take a bit of the tissue out from the plant, you put it into your glass, your glass tube or whatever, and you give it the nutrients and whatever it needs to grow, thrive, and then it will carry out the function that you want it to, depending on what part you took the original cells from. And they're used to grow plants. They're used in things like cancer research, and they're used in things what's known as a skin graft. In order to make more plants, the specific type of tissue culture for that is what's known as micropropagation. It's the growth of large numbers of plants from very small plant pieces. So what you would do is you cut a piece from the parent plant or cut a piece of the vegetable, for example, that you would want to grow because this would be really good for growing vegetables. So you'd get, for example, a carrot and you or carrot cells from your carrot you cut a piece off the parent plant what you do then is you put it in your nutrient medium you're going to put it in your glass containing the nutrients the food that it needs in order to grow you put the cells onto that now the cells they have their food they have what they need in order to grow so they're going to continue growing they're going to do their job and this little group of cells is what's known as a callus and these continue to grow they eat the food, Do you know, they're living their life, they're thriving, and as they get bigger, they will form a new plant. And this formation of a new plant then helps to grow a whole other version of the parent plant. And that's how you would grow more vegetables from one single vegetable. It helps in the fact that all of the new organisms, they're all genetically identical, and they you can get a load of plants made in a very small amount of time because you're giving it all the nutrients and whatever it needs to grow and it grows artificially, so you'd get like big numbers out of a small amount of time, and they're all genetically identical, they're all the same. So it's it's really helpful in that sense. And then you would also use your cells in order to carry out cancer research. So what is cancer? Cancer is a group of disorders in which certain cells lose their ability to control both their rate of mitosis and the number of times that mitosis takes place. Mitosis being cell division. So it, what it does is that you lose the ability to divide your cells. They'll divide in a way that's either not right, divide too much. You know, your cells basically go wild because they're not doing things in an orderly fashion. And that causes problems for the human body. And cancer cells, what they do is they make these special antigens they aren't that aren't present in your normal body cells. Now, another use of tissue culture is skin grafts. So how this works is that you... For example, you burn yourself like really bad, like your skin is really damaged bad. And you need to replace that skin because you want it to look normal, like you don't want the burn marks there. So what happens is that what they did before, what they used to do was that they used to cut off your skin from another part of your body and stick it on through an operation. They'd stitch it on to the part that was burnt. And then your skin would look fine again. But now, thanks to tissue culture, what they do is they get a bit of your stem cells. Or stem cells are basically your unused body cells in that they don't have a particular function. They haven't been assigned a particular job yet. They're just there. So you take some of those stem cells, cells that haven't been given a particular function yet, and you grow them. And what happens is that once they grow, you make them grow you manipulate them in such a way that they look like your skin. And then you put that on, like you take the burn part and you put that on instead and they make your skin look fine again. And what it does, like the benefits, obviously you don't take skin from one part of your body and have to stick it onto another and it won't be rejected because the cells used to make the new skin were already from the person themselves. It was their own stem cells so the body won't reject it. So finally, when organs all come together, they make up an organism or a living thing. And in an organism, various systems work together to make you, you. So an organism, an example of an organism would be a human being, and if you wanted to go you know back down to the very basics you're made up of a cell cells would make tissues like the group of the cells working together for example would make your blood tissues your skin your epithelial tissues your connective tissues your nervous tissues all of those different types of tissues tissues being group of cells that work together to do the same job those tissues come together and form organs and organs are a bunch of tissues again working together to do the same job a part of your body and then the organs would work together to become organ systems and all those systems that system would work together to carry out the one job for example your digestive system in that if the job is to break down food but it uses different organs to break down that food and finally you have you you have yourself the whole full organism all those building blocks made you up. And with that, we're going to end this chapter. And I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You learned something, you understood it. I know this chapter is short and sweet, but and the tissue culture part, while it is really interesting, it's just, there's a lot kind of like cells, tissues, learning it off, but once you get it, once you realize that it's all connected, it's, you start small and you make it big, it'll be fine. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a good day.